Well, brace yourselves. That's pretty much the message with this oncoming heat wave that is headed our way. Looks like Saturday, Sunday right now going to be very hot, slightly cools down later in the week, but there really is no rain in sight. And on top of that, we've got this wildfire problem in Alberta and in northern BC. And combined with the heat wave, like, could we be looking at some serious air quality problems in Metro Vancouver soon? And how do you how do you get ready for something like that? Well, let's find out. This is something we've had to deal with in the last few years. Kyle Howe is with us now, a Metro Vancouver air quality analyst. Kyle, thanks for being here. Thanks for having me. Are you a little worried about the movement of this wildfire smoke? Well, right now we are monitoring the situation very closely with the activity in Alberta and uh, northern BC. But uh, the current models that we're looking at don't indicate uh, you know, a significant impact from smoke in the lower mainland, uh, at least for the next couple of days. Uh, that being said, our team is certainly going to be keeping a close eye on this. Right, because it just seems like when it gets warm, uh, that's when we start to have some problems, isn't it? Yeah, and we've noticed, you know, with our changing climate that we're starting to see this wildfire season uh, starting sooner and lasting longer. Uh, If you remember last year, the season extended well into October. So we think this is really a good time for people to start preparing now for the upcoming wildfire season. How do we do that? So there's a number of things that people can do. Um, The best way to protect yourself during wildfire smoke events is to just reduce your exposure to the smoke. So that can be doing things like purchasing an indoor uh, air filtration system, a portable one that has a HEPA filter, or trying to spend time in public buildings that have air conditioning and air filtration. Uh, And, you know, there's a number of resources that people can go to, including the BC Centers for Disease Control, um, they have a number of fact sheets, including one on how to build your own, uh, you know, homemade box fan filter uh, if you're not able to go out and purchase one of these portable air air filtration units. Now, is this where essentially we are at at this point? Like, is this something, Kyle, that you think everybody should be paying attention to? We think that everyone should be taking this very seriously. And I think this indicates as well our changing climate and some of what our region is going to have to face uh, in the next you know, a couple of years to decades, um, we expect, based on the climate uh, forecasting that we have, that these sorts of events will become more frequent and more severe over time. So it's really important that people start planning for this every year. Every year, because that is what we've seen. Like, we saw some pretty bad kind of air quality advisories in the last few years. What kind of an impact does that have on people when we get that happening? That's right. Six of the last eight summers actually had pretty significant wildfire smoke impact. And when we had these sorts of events occurring, um, most of the time with the wildfire smoke, we're really talking about those uh, people that uh, are already at risk. So people with heart or lung conditions, uh, pregnant folks, uh, you know, infants, the elderly, those are the people that um, need to take the most precautions. Um, But, you know, we also have problems sometimes with ground level ozone, which is something that can impact everyone. So this is really something that everyone in the region should be paying attention to and should be taking seriously um, as we expect this to potentially continue, uh, you know, in future years. So what are some of the higher risk areas? Is is the Fraser Valley kind of uh, more at risk than, say, parts of Metro Vancouver? What, what areas really need to worry? Within our region, you know, Metro Vancouver as an organization uh, issues air quality advisories for Metro Vancouver and parts of the Fraser Valley Regional District. Um, when we do issue those advisories, it's really meant for, for anyone living in those areas. I wouldn't say that there's necessarily an area that's more at risk or less at risk for these sorts of events. Um, but we just want people to, you know, be mindful of, of where these advisories are coming from and, and know that, um, you know, they can check in with, with our stuff at um, airmap.ca 
to find the most current information about, you know, whether an advisory is in place. Right. How do you do it? How does Metro Vancouver monitor air quality? So we have a, a system of, uh, you know, over 30 air quality monitors that are throughout the region. And these monitors are, you know, very high quality, uh, extensive uh, monitoring capabilities. And this data is all uh, transmitted back to our offices where our team is you know, constantly looking at this information. Um, this data can actually be viewed in real time by the public at airmap.ca. Um, and it's also really important that people understand kind of the source of the data. Uh, so, you know, our network is high quality and it's following federal standards for monitoring. Um, and it's a, it's a really high quality um, network that we have. So we encourage people to use our website as their first stop for air quality information in our region. Right. So we should be checking. So when we get the heat kind of building like we're going to see over the next four or five days, leaving wildfire smoke out of it, are there other air quality concerns that come into play? So I referenced earlier ground level ozone is something that can um, sometimes be an issue. Uh, so that is, is something else that we watch. Uh, ground level ozone is is something that occurs you know, when uh, various chemicals in the atmosphere mix together in the presence of sun, sunlight. So we often see you know, in hot conditions that it can uh, become elevated. So that's another uh, pollutant that we monitor and issue air quality advisories for. In that case, uh, ground level ozone advisories are ones that everyone should be taking seriously as that can have an impact on even um, people in the healthy uh, population. So uh, we think that with this weekend, while it will be hot, um, we're hopeful that we don't see any uh, potential issues, but certainly we have a team of people that will be monitoring this uh, throughout the weekend and actually throughout the rest of the season. Okay, good to know. So then once again, where is the, where should we be going for information? So you can find air, air quality information on our website at airmap.ca or just at metrovancouver.org. Um, and we actually this year will be enhancing our coverage slightly so that there will be hopefully more information provided to the public during times of air quality advisories. And I also encourage people to go to the BC CDC website to find information on both air filtration systems that they can be purchasing or uh, filtration systems that they potentially can build themselves, as well as ways to protect yourself uh, with the season that's upcoming. All right. Good advice. Thank you, Kyle. Thank you.